Hello. Hello. Sorry, I was just about to eat something, but then I was like, oh, it's podcasting time. Woohoo! Podcasting time. Sorry to interrupt in no. <laughs> uh, It's okay. It won't be that stone. It's so fun with over. like. It's so funny with the time differences. Ryan and I are always like haven't eaten dinner already, and we're like, oh, we can't wait to go to sleep after the podcast. And Bob's, and Bob's like, like, all right, dinner time. Bob's like, I'm gonna go for a job. <laughs> well, actually, this is a late lunch to be honest because okay. I didn't know anything for lunch. So I was like, I'm so hungry. I'm, I'm starving. Ryan, will you stop giving me the look? I won't. No, you're aggravating me, actually. Is, you, you get to do whatever you want no, I don't, this podcast. Is, and if I have an article open at all, you This is what you look like when you read podcasts sometimes. You, you know, I know this isn't a visual medium, but you do, you're like this. Yeah, there is a blog I like to follow that has great recipes. The woman just posted today that she gave birth to her daughter who died 46 minutes later. So I'm sorry. I was well, now reading you just this had very to, sad now you article. Had to, you were just reading a satire on how no, the breast had... Just is one. that Detoxinista? No, it's um Against All Grain. It's another really great food blog. And she had been posting about being pregnant. And then it said that they learned that her daughter, you know, had like a very uh, a serious birth defect. Um, mm-hmm. And that most babies that have it either are stillborn or they, you know, they die once they're born. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't actually due until September, but she gave birth, I guess, on the 24th of June. And, I mean, the baby lived for 46 minutes. So they actually, she is writing about it now. And I just, it just came up. I just meant, share it with the class. Just share with the class. It's very sad. We can share, we're, we're human. I know. Well, it's very sad. Welcoming the live stream. Anyway. Oh, I, really? I didn't mean to okay. depress everybody. Bob, I, I love Bob right now. He's like, oh, God, them. They're here. Oh, God. They're here. No. Really? Aww. We have to. <laughs> Mm, it's right. okay. So, I can just wait till the end of the podcast. Oh, Bob, j- what do we have for dinner, Bob? Uh, we don't have really anything for dinner. It's more of just I was picking up my schedule because I wanted to be a great team player of the Potterfic Weekly family and uh, get my schedule so we could plan our episode for next week. And Taco Bell was right there, and I was like, I am starving. I will get a taco. And so I have a single Taco Bell taco sitting in front of me saying, eat me. But it's like, no, you're so crunchy and loud. The listeners would not appreciate you. And it's like, but I'm, you're so hungry. And I'm like, I but, know I am. But I'm just going to take a hit and show. And, and put us on mute and eat real fast. I know. I feel like you no, I think I will. I, feel I will so later. Bad. But I will later when we talk about episode three of Girl Meets World. Because Disney needs to go, you know, I'll Uh-oh. jump off a cliff. I don't know. I'm kind of angry at their whole, their whole content. Well, it's kind of... Yeah, it is kind of They've got strange. a weird release schedule. Well, no, I think... We'll get into that. I think I, it's just how you can access it. Well, I think I, know, I think I know how they're doing what they're doing, but it's a little weird the way they're doing it. Now, this is season three, so you're about to hear, if you were listening to this on iTunes, you're about to hear what you probably heard last week, the season three uh, theme song. Which we are we are editing right now. I've got it down to a theme song, or do you mean intro? The intro. I'm like, oh my god, don't tell me we're singing. We're not. We're not singing that. We we have it down so far to a brisk six minutes. <laughs> uh, that's because you're editing it. You know, you know, the funny thing is, okay, so down from listeners, I would love to actually take the current edit, what I call the Ryan edit, and then the Sue edit. They're very different. Ryan's they are. edit. Sue's was a little more X-rated. Sue, Sue, Sue. Well, actually, Ryan. Actually, Ryan goes a little bit darker. Um, yours is more implied. Ryan leaves certain things in that kind of leaves to be. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, is that Bob wearing a condom? 
Yeah, yeah the whole condom thing was kind of... That, that kind of went on for a while. I was kind of surprised. For the six-minute intro, there's like about at least two minutes about condom talk. And well, well like, that, this is the first draft, so you leave everything in. And, and obviously. But, but well, what I want to, to impart upon the listeners that I find hilarious for me personally is that in, in Sue's version, there's significantly less Ryan in the clips. <laughs> and despite taking Sue's clips, there seems to be more Ryan in Ryan's version than What I find interesting about this, and this is Bob's complaint, is that there's well, too Ryan much me. The sound of his own voice. Bob's complaint is there's too much me. If you actually <laughs> do the thing where you break down, you know how, like, for the State of the Union, they're like, there were 712 claps and 1,400 you know, uses of the word freedom, whatever. Like, if you break down the intro, you're going to see it's like 62% Bob, you know, 35% Ryan, like 4% Danielle, and like 1% Sue. And Bob's like, there's not enough me. No, 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 he did not say that. He just said there was. He would prefer there be less Ryan. I would prefer. No, no, no. no. He'd prefer uh, there be less him. At least I actually would prefer less me. No, I was just, I was just going to give Ryan a hard time because they're they're always the intros usually tend to be relatively Ryan, uh, Ryan centric. Mainly because I, I Ryan Ryan does do a lot of the talking I in the show, so it makes sense. Tends to be Ryan Jen centric. Yeah, that is true. actually wasn't in this one. So Karen's been here a lot. Well, less, she well, here yeah, and, but well, no, when she, Jen's here, it's it's funnier. We're funnier with Jen. Well, Jen had the tweezers, that. and Jen had the um, no coffee. To be my friend. The coffee that actually, yeah, fun. the coffee. I don't think made the final one. It also doesn't help that no, we I haven't listened to it because Jen most of Jen's episodes in season two were Morris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe if she'll be a lot more in that when we when we do the intro for that. But I just want to state this before we start the podcast because goddamn it, we're going to start the podcast close to five o'clock mm-hmm. my time. Um, Point of View Weekly is like a delicious peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's <laughs> and one of the thing, basically, the bread, which is you know, bread, like you know, it, it adds content and substance, and and for the most it holds part, holds everything together. Well, well. I don't know if it holds it together, but it's basically, it, it's, if you have nice, tasty bread, it really adds to the sandwich. And I would say that the the bread of Point of View Weekly is Sue, myself, and Danielle. We add a lot of content, we're there, we're awesome, we make it, the thing work. <laughs> I, I, I sense a fucking thought coming on, I have to say. The, the fact that I am glued, I cannot eat gluten, it, it was, was I, I very, very specifically did not make you the bread rank, because you are definitely the peanut butter of the, of the sandwich. Ooh, Ryan loves peanut butter. I am a big fan. Well, you are very, you are very tasty. You no. t- Season four intro content. Here we come. But but you you uh, it's very you're very not necessarily as as I don't say as flavorful as the jelly, but you're definitely more flavorful than say the bread. <laughs> and then who's then you the, have jelly? the jelly? Jen. 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 Jan brings so much flavor to the sandwich, it totally makes sense. Because, like, let's be honest, peanut butter sandwiches, while they are tasty, can be a little dry. Yes. All right. But when you add that jelly, it becomes magical. All right. So you're from New England. All this being said, Jen, where the hell are you? Get on the show. All right. And with that, we're going to start this episode of Point of View Weekly. Live from the Potterfic Weekly Studios, which may or may not look anything like Fargo, North Dakota. It's the morning show that really isn't Point of View Weekly. 
Stress that it took us 22 minutes to get to the intro. Where's no. Bob? Bob! If you call me Bobo, I swear. Sue was incredibly loud. I'm sorry. I will try to be quiet. She sounds like a phone She's going like, to have to whisper. She does. She's like a 900 number. Thank you, Ryan. I smell real loud, actually, right now. How is it possible you married me and not Bob? You love scripts. Well, I'm sorry, but I think Bob has some good ideas for keeping us on track. Oh, wake up and smell the freshly brewed coffee. Oh my gosh, now I'm stressed out. <laughs> Listen to the sound of Ryan screaming like a little girl. This is Point of View Weekly. When I came home and I had to get our lunches ready for tomorrow and our breakfast. We've got dead air. Oh, Ryan, I can't cook. I, I was not. I was looking at cutting the cord and burning dinner. What? No. You burnt dinner? I did. Wake up and smell the donuts, everybody. Welcome to Potter View. See, I did it again, even though I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Why were you doing Bob? I'm there? so sorry, Be your own woman. Wake up and smell the... <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, and wait, that's the old introduction. Let's try that again. I'm sorry, that was season two, A Bob. Oatmeal was my favorite breakfast treat, but I couldn't say oatmeal, so I called it oatmo. Wake up and smell the oatmo. Oh, smell the oatmo. Wake up and smell the bacon, everybody. Wake up and smell the bacon and eggs, Boo You are just a constant presence, dear. Aw, not in the poltergeist kind of way. No, not in the poltergeist kind of way. Five, we all watched Jen finally die. Y'all called me, and it was kind of Jim, what are you I doing? Dumping everything she owns on the floor. Wait, are we, oh wait, you guys actually got quiet. I wasn't expecting you to actually get quiet. <laughs> Bob, we're on a time limit. Bob's getting very grumpy. Don't be grumpy. I'm not grumpy at all. I'm drinking. Oh, I wish that I was. This would be a fun party. Do you want to get vanilla ice cream? I do. Not I do. even a topping? God, this explains so much. Well, I got two points. How much did everyone else get? I got, I got three. I got one. I got a rock. How do you confuse necrophilia and narcolepsy? They start with N? Is an article of clothing something that you can wear on your body? Yes. Then I say condom. I say if Bob can say right here emphatically he's worn one outside the house just as he goes about his business. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> Ray says nope. Sorry, Bob. Yeah, Ray thought you'd have my back. Doesn't have the front. <laughs> Frackin' cold here. I feel as though maybe you should be writing down the setup because every week we do this, you're like, now how do I do this again? Rachel can hear. April cannot. April's always been a little picky, has she not? Oh, Bob's slowing down! Oh, He's slowing oh. down! We have everyone watching at the exact same time. It's a ginormous file! This is awesome. It's like Blu-ray quality! It's like one-tenth speed bothering his buns. This is exceptional. You know, I'm turning 30 this year, and I'm not getting any older. People had no interest in being my friend. Really? I mean, you can see out of his one good eye, he might make it. Are you confusing the owl with the prickly wizard? Oh, I thought you were talking about the mech. McGorgasm thing that Bobby <laughs> one time. That's hilarious. It's harder to say than Mayor. That's what we can find. That's the only thing I haven't been able to figure out. Oh, we'll get work on that right after the McGang bend. O-M-E, Bob is a poop man. Oh, I gave the episode. I want to go back. Now I gotta think of what I'm gonna freaking smell this week. Oh, hello, wake up and smell the peanut butter jelly sandwich. Come on, that was a gimme. Fine.
Wake up and smell the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, Boobuanians. This is Point of View Weekly, the morning yet not really morning show, a part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Bob, and joining me is the usual crowd, starting with my good friend, Ryan, the peanut butter. How's it going, Ryan? Uh, very well, Bob. I just want to clarify. So I do not taste as good as Jen, but I taste better than Danielle, yourself, and Sue. Is that correct? <laughs> that is correct. All right. That's what we're saying, Ryan. All right. I, I withdraw the fuck you, Bob. I, I, that's a, that was the funny part was is that he's like, screw you, Bob. I'm like, I'm actually giving you a fuck. said screw you, You just don't even realize it yet. Those words. That now, I just want to say that bread, like, sou- like if you have, like, a nice sourdough... Bread's tasty. We not saying the best right. Hey, do not, no, do not, do not keep saying what you're saying because I have to be introduced next and I want to talk about the bread. Because I, just... I am the bread. <laughs> I have no further statements <laughs> to make at this time. Speaking of that delicious bread, we have Danielle. Danielle, how are you doing tonight? I'm great, Bob. And if I could choose which type of bread I would be, I would like to be jalapeno cheddar bread. Oh, that sounds tasty. I'm not sure how With good it would be. peanut jalapeno. butter, I'm not sure how that goes. But... <laughs> It goes with the cream cheese. We could put, we could make Ryan cream cheese. It would work. Cream cheese and jelly, mayo. I don't know about the jelly on the jalapeno cheese bread. Yeah, no, the cream a, cheese is good on that. When yeah. do we see Sue? Now, when you're listening to this in listener land, we've already been back from Sue's farm for many months, but we're what? We're two weeks away? Two and a half weeks away? We're two weeks away. Two weeks away from the trip to the farm. No, isn't that crazy? I'm so excited. I have so much cleaning to do. I got a closet. <laughs> you do, but... I told Danielle, but I don't know if you saw this. You have to be very careful with the closet because you can get locked in. It does not have oh, a yes. handle on the inside, and if the door closes, you are trapped. Uh-huh. We know this because when Calvin, who is 13 now, was just an itty-bitty baby, my brother took him in the closet when he was trying to get him to go to sleep because it was very dark. And he um, accidentally closed the door. And then he was stuck in the closet. But Calvin was asleep. So he didn't want to make noise to get out of the closet because he didn't want to wake up Calvin. So he spent an hour in the closet just standing there rocking this poor baby. Mm. My poor brother. So just keep your cell phone in your pocket. And if you get locked in, give me a call and I'll come get you out. (laughs) I don't know if I do that. I think I'd be too embarrassed. I think I'd just like... (laughs) Stay there. I'm worried. Mom's leaving on the 10th. I'm worried I'm going to be doing something and get locked in the closet and then not be able to get any of you because Aww. I'm going to be stuck. Well, you'd be dead by then because wouldn't it be like seven days? Yes, <laughs> it would be very bad. You know what also is like a closet? A producer's booth. Mm-hmm. And you know who's in the producer's booth tonight? We have Sue, our lovely producer. Sue, how are you doing this evening? I am doing very well. Thank you. It's a little cooler today. It's not 110 like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And... uh I have drank three quarters of a bottle of Mike's, so I'm happy. Ooh, wow, the alcohol she is tonight. All of her Mike's lemonade. She's an ebriant. I am. Well, I, I sense we're gonna have to have an evening of. We'll get some gluten-free ciders. Yes. We got pumpkin cider. It was amazing. And we'll uh, mm-hmm. we'll just. Well, what game are you playing with Sue and her mom? Well, oh yeah, would well, you drink rum? Yeah, I think I believe so. What yeah. game are we playing with with Sue and her mom? We're cards playing cards against, against humanity. If if I'm playing cards against humanity with Sue and her mother, I think I'm going to need to to get a couple in. Yeah, I, I'm thinking we might play that game before mom gets home. Yeah, I'm thinking that might be that might be wise. Now, is do we have GPS tracking? Is is Bob going to be able to to be here for this? Bob, will you be still working on it? Um, mainly we had a huge uh, shakeup at the store. We have new, well, not totally new management, but a lot of new management. Um, so still feeling out the waters over the next week. Okay. 
So I am not sure it's not looking as bright as it was previously. I'll just say that, unfortunately. There's a lot of that going on in New England as well. Yeah. But, oh, well. Mark about So, oh. what are we talking about tonight? I, I don't really have a clue. Well, we have a few things. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about at some point tonight was we were talking of doing, um, like, a book club-type format. And I thought maybe tonight we could choose, choose the book. The book. The book. For, for when we do that. So I brought a few books that mm-hmm. I'd like to throw out there. Um, we're going to talk about uh, Girl Meets World. At least episode one, which I think there's plenty one. to talk about. Well, we can kind of get into episode three. three. About three. I mean, it's not. I mean, yeah, there's no. It's we're not, not spoiling. Like be spoilers. This I isn't mean, like yeah. who is the, who yeah. is this River Song. Right. I mean, this isn't. Like, um. Yeah. Really so we can talk about that, and then um, I believe Sue and Bob are going to talk about YouTube channels. I don't really have any that I follow. Do you? I don't, and I have a question about um, Yahoo at some point tonight. If someone can explain Yahoo? to me. Yahoo. Yahoo. Why do you say Yahoo. like search engine? Like no, not the search engine because um I follow not the search engine. Not the, well, the the company, not oh. the, the not the the website. Um, they announced like it, I love this this time to be alive. You know because your favorite TV show gets canceled and maybe Netflix saves it or it goes somewhere else that didn't exist a few mm-hmm. years ago. I've only seen one episode, but it's it, it's you know it's got this little cult following uh, community. Yep. And, uh, on uh, NBC got picked up by Yahoo. And I don't know... Technically Yahoo screen. I don't know what that is or where to find it. Actually, I have a random question. I don't know who might know the answer to this. Because we were talking about uh, my coworker and I the other day. He was telling me that Orange is the New Black is a great show and he loves it and I should watch it, blah, blah, blah. Yes. So, and that's on Netflix. Yes. And House of Cards is on Netflix. Yes. So my question is, these shows, right? Yep. Are they pitched to many networks and it's just that Netflix said, yes, we'll do it? Well, it or do the people the at Netflix create these shows? I believe it was a pitch they made. I don't know. I'm just curious in those instances. I thought for some reason that Netflix was like, you know what? We want to do a show and that's just what they came up with. Or was it like it was pitched to like HBO and HBO said, no, we don't. Well, it can vary by the show. I don't know about these particular shows, but I know with um, House of Cards specifically, they said, we're going to pick you up for two years and we're going to do, they gave them a hundred million dollar budget and that, and Netflix was the first of the non-traditional channels. So when, when House of Cards came out, they had no idea what was in the house. Okay. That was a big gamble for Netflix, okay. and it paid off. And I know Orange is the New Black. They It's paying off for them, too. It's popular. I they think. don't give out... None of the... Amazon, none of them say what their ratings, quote-unquote ratings are, how many viewers they get. They don't give any I would just go info. by word of mouth of what I hear about it. I, I mean, a lot of people watch it. Um, what they've said is Orange is the New Black is much bigger than House of Cards. Yeah, is, I would think so. what Netflix has said. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, I know, for example, when they did on um, Amazon, when they did Alpha House with John Goodman, they had said that they thought they were getting pitched, you know, to like some like YouTube thing. They didn't know what the hell it was when they pitched it, okay. and they got like a like a huge budget, and they were able okay. to do a lot. So, but um, I, I have not seen Orange is the New Black. I've heard things. I've heard things. Yeah, I've heard it's good, YouTube, but I've never seen it. Well, it's got Captain Jamie in it. Well, there you go. So I have a question. My Skype is telling me that I have a message, and usually that means that somebody in the Post the call has yep. written something, but when I go to it, I don't see anything. But I have a little plus sign now. It's new. I have a little plus sign, and there's an orange circle, <laughs> an orange throbbing circle. But I'm afraid yeah. to to click on it because I don't want to drop the call. Does anybody have any? I, I also have. I also have the little one next to mine, but I do not have a throbbing circle. Okay, I'm gonna push this button and see what happens. She's pressing the big red button. 
It's orange. Well, don't click the red button. Don't click the no, red see, button. it says instant message on there. Aha. Okay, we're good. Okay. I, we didn't I'll, have I'll to figure it out. Yeah, it's just telling me that Ryan called me. Oh, good. Go figure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, can someone tell me what Yahoo's screen is? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we, okay, so they and there's they, nobody in the chat. And they there's nobody in the chat. That's awkward. There's literally nobody there. Nobody we don't have a listenership. Okay. Well, that doesn't surprise me because why would anyone listen to this crap? But we don't have a listenership this oh, week. No, apparently. What did you call it? Yahoo? What? That's people listening, which is weird. They're just not in the chat. Um, yeah, Yahoo Screen. So does that mean like you go because they don't have like a? It's probably, Yahoo, it's probably Yahoo's take on the whole Netflix. It says you thing. can watch videos online. Yeah. So you, it's free. Uh huh. Uh, do they have like a Roku station, or do they? Can you get it on your Apple TV? Or so that's weird. It's like I've never heard. It's like maybe like barely anyone watched it before, and now it's on Yahoo yeah. Screen. Yeah. Well, well, first off, a lot of people watch Community, but it's uh, not well, I, I, comparatively, look, yeah. they'll all probably follow. Comedy yeah. Central. There's a whole thing on Awesome Animals. Cat sits on man's stomach. So community is now movies. on directly after cats and some man's stuff. That actually seems like, like I think it's great when popular shows get picked up so I'm not gonna say anything about it. But yeah, so do you think I'm trying to picture Danielle watching Orange is the New Black? I don't know. Uh, I'm not seeing that. Uh, she might like it. I don't Maybe. know. It. I think Nurse Jackie is the most intense I get. That's about as bad as you get. Well, I, I want you to watch the big C next because I want you to see particular I mean, scene. A show about drug use, prescription drug use is probably as hardcore as I get. Well, the next one's about <laughs> cancer. I know. Bob is making strange noises. I think he's eating a taco. I'm not eating. I hope he did. That would have been so funny. Is he seeing, like, savoring? continuing to eye me and like... He's, like, the tone... He really should eat that taco. The tone of Bob's voice is almost like he's, like, on, like, a sugar withdrawal. He's like, "Mm, I'm feeling a little low-key. Like, that's, like, the... I'm feeling low-key anyway because it's hot. And I'm like, I'm hot, man. I'm podcasting. Without the fan on, because, you know, I like sound quality. <laughs> I know. I not, not that sound quality's been an issue for How us. How the hell do we work here? Well, I like, shut that's... our AC off for the same reason. I didn't want there to be, like, a weird background. Yeah, we'll turn it Plus, I was actually in cold. Yeah, we have them on old. Yeah. All right, so it's I think, very hot why don't we um, get into uh, Girl Meets World? Sure. A little bit. Now, oh, wait, well, did, did we decide what board game we might play tonight? Board are we playing a board game tonight? Because Bob's a little logy. It's so. a deep TVD. <laughs> TVD. I'm not Logie. And yeah. don't we have I'm drinking oh. after that comment, please? Like you did in the introduction, like where I say, I'm not upset, and then you add in, I'm drinking alcohol. So it's like, <laughs> I come across as like, I'm angry. I'm not angry, I'm just an angry I'm drunk. Bob, that's called editing skills, three differential clips. Like that's, the, I've been doing that for years. Like, look at Melinda. Like, she can't even leave the house anymore, like with the reputation I gave Melinda. And she's not here right now, so I just that's true Poor and, and, and I have a question and does, Tina poor Tina oh, poor Tina like she had too much of rehab but uh, does anyone else think from listening to the to the version 1.0 of, of the season 3 opening credits that Danielle has a little crush on Bob from the way I edited that together <laughs> oh, say, that's kind I of said... awkward the way you edited that too mm-hmm. I was going to go there but if you're going to talk about it then that was because <laughs> I said he keeps us on track <laughs> like that Bob has many more, <laughs> many positive qualities and I'm like ugh <laughs> You're just mad because I wrote a script. Yeah, I didn't stick to it. it. I did. It's just I read it wrong. Is there a cat? What am I gonna Actually, do? Actually, I noticed the difference in the introductions that Danielle and I do. I say, "What? Uh, wake up, smell, 
I wake up to the smell of Poovanians, and she says, "Wake up to the smell, everyone." Oh. So she's more inclusive than she's I am. I only talk to people. Like I do. I say the morning and not really morning podcast. Podcast show. Yes. It's okay, because you do it every well, time. Well, you know so what? I didn't see you jumping into the intro. I did the intro for under than 13 episodes. Mr. What do you want from veteran me? veteran podcaster. Throw it to the newbie. Why does she say veteran podcaster? Like, I'm not a veteran podcaster. It's, yeah, it's, old. I am. I veteran am. Podcaster. I am. I would be canceled by now. <laughs> yeah, you I would have to be on Netflix, because <laughs> I, I don't care about the You'd be on Yeah, but no I'd sense. Be, yeah. This makes no sense. I'd, be, I'd have a show with Bug-Eyed Earl. Like, that would be my thing. Remember what? him? We used to have... Okay. Yeah, Bug-Eyed Earl. So... Uh, April, poor April, she has a reputation, and if you leave her in the, oh, yeah, the intro, she's really going to have a, a April, reputation. April, if you're listening but to this right now, you're in the new credits. She says friend. that she can't credits. hear us, but that it's playing. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome! April, Amy says April if you can hear me, this is really, really funny. But she's not in the chat, but we're very, very low, so I am trying to access the live stream to see if it's actually working, because we don't have people this time around to tell us. Uh, I, it should be so, but I'm sure I have to have a... Everything looks good. We've actually had a couple of people the entire time. But um, April, when you're listening to this later, you're actually in the new credits, and it basically is a lot of, you know, April can't hear us, April still can't hear us. It's funny that you chimed in to say that hearing us. It's very sad. It is very sad. So, oh, so, board, so games tonight, it doesn't seem like we're really... I guess worst case scenario, go raid the board ga- game cabinet and, you know, find something. I think we could do that. Maybe we could do, like, you know. Yeah, I, can- I can do that while I eat my taco. Like Candylander. This is, like, the longest taco. Well, we could also have another round of Star Wars trivia. We could do that. There is always that. Because I have Star mm-hmm. Wars trivia. We could do that. You would be awesome. Mm. I just have this. I don't know if you'd be able to find it. And I think probably, I mean, Sue, how familiar are you with Boy Meets World? I don't think I'm very familiar. Okay. See you Perfect. Okay. okay. So how about this? Sue, mm-hmm. if you don't mind, let's find Boy Meets World Trivia. And then Ryan, Danielle, and I can go head to head in Boy oh, Meets World. Oh, that great. would be good. Yeah, okay, that would be good. I right. think Ryan might have like, God, amazing. edge over Okay, I cannot get this live stream to work either, so hopefully uh-huh. people can hear us. Well, someone, there's people actually in there now. So right, then, mm. th- we, we just want. There's to- three of us. There's Amy, me, and April. And of the three of us, Amy can barely hear us, and April and I can't hear us at all. So I don't quite know what. To I do. often wonder that. How do you go in the live stream if you're here? She just well because I I opened a live stream and, and oh okay. On it. Don't, but don't you hear yourself from three minutes ago? Well, I would, would so if I weird. could actually hear something, but I can't hear. hear anything, so it's not working. That's like that episode of Frasier where they're like, sir, turn off your radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it, everything seems to be working on this end. Everything's turned on. Okay, well, and, well, I mean, hopefully. I, 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 I'm not sure what to mm-hmm. say for that one. Um, I don't know. I mean, I can try hitting pause on the live stream and resuming it, and hopefully that will do something, but it may knock everyone off. Do you want me to try it? No, go eat your taco, Bob. We're experiencing technical difficulties. I always get nervous when when April is is our you know per, like our like you know random okay. viewer or random listener. Well, c- yeah, she has bad connection. I know. Well, maybe like internet quality is probably probably is a definite it's compromised factor. It, yes. I mean, if you're not you know if your internet goes in and out, it's probably going to cut out. It could. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you should hit a button and, and call us all back if it goes down or not, but 
Like I said, I didn't get anything when I went on Ustream. On okay. Ustream. Well, if you're listening to this, we're going to um, we're gonna hit the button. We're going to stop the call briefly. We're going to reset everything and see if that does something for it. And Bob's going to eat a taco. Stand by. <laughs> right, so I'm actually going to switch to line two here. Okay. There we go. There we go. Hang on. Are you hosting the call now or am I? I shouldn't be. All I did was hit call. Oh, did I? Because I called you? Yeah, let me call you back because I have very... No, I just don't... Hey. Hey. Hi. I hear me from three minutes ago, so we are working now. Okay. And we're welcoming back the... We're welcoming, welcoming, welcoming back the live audience. <laughs> Hopefully. Do we have Bob? Able to hear us now. Amy can have uh, the live no, stream. we don't have Bob. Alright, this is the Yay! awkward thing that just happened a moment ago. You know, we were experiencing technical difficulties, so I said, you know, let's reset the stream. I'm going to hang up on everybody. So I hung up on everybody, and Bob is like, um, I seem to have lost contact with the, with the, with the call. So. And now we've lost Bob. Oh, shoot. We have lost Bob. He's, I, he's eating, ah, and now I'm losing my headset. He's eating Sorry. a taco. So if you're just, if you're just joining us right now, April is in the new credits for season three. Mm-hmm. Who else have we covered so far? And that's I about it. So and we're going to talk about Girl Meets World. Have we actually um, done anything constructive in the past 28 minutes? Oh, April says we just went silent again. Oh, oh. and somebody else crashed. Oh, that was oh, Ryan's Kindle. That was my Kindle. <laughs> but we're not going to use April as our thermometer of, of the internet because April seems to be on like a branch, like towards the side. It's wavy. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to use that. So do we do we have GPS on Bobo? Do we know what Bobo? I don't know what happened with he Bobo. He went on mute to eat Bobo. his taco. How long does it take to He's been eating his taco oh. for 27 minutes. I'm just saying, like, I can understand if you have additional condiments on this thing. It could take a little longer. can beef it up. But at some point, you have to say, hey, man, that was a taco. Uh. Huh? <laughs> Welcome back, Bob. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought Bob just belched up the taco. I'm, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just no, it's all right. That was just that was too close to the taco. Car. I'm on the last bite. We're good. All right. Yay. All right. So hopefully that in some way helped our, our quality stuff. Something. Helped something, something. So Sue is going to look. For, hopefully we have people listening. I Sue. have trivia. Sue's got the trivia. All right. So, Bob, you have now what? You've watched episode one. Oh. I have. Yes, I have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, what they've also... And Sue did as well. What I think they're doing is, like, there's always, like, for a lot of shows, you'll see for, like, the pilot episode, they'll release it early on iTunes and on Hulu and on demand and whatnot to kind of drum up interest for it. But Mm -hmm. what that usually risks is a lot of people won't tune in the first week and it will have a low rating. And then it's known as that show that kind of crashed and burned out of the gate and it never really gets the hype back because then the story is no one watched it. Mm-hmm. So there's always a danger doing that, but then if you don't let the hype... So so you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. So right. what they did for uh, Girl Makes World is they released the pilot a month in advance on the Watch Disney app. Mm-hmm. And so that went out, I think, like May 21st, so a little over a month ago. And, right, um, I remember that. So that was out. So then they released Girl Makes World like in, in a weird time slot, too. It was on after... a a movie or, or a different series, whatever. Like at 9.45 9.45 at night, it aired on a Friday. And the deal is most Fridays usually a terrible night for, for shows because everyone's out, but you're dealing with like an audience like 2 to 11, so they're probably in, but they might not be up at 9.45. So it got a decent rating, got like a 1.2 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic, which is pretty good for a Friday. 
Um, but then right after that, they released episode three on the Watch Disney app, and episode two was going to be delayed this week because of the 4th of July, so it's that, so episode two is actually not coming out until July 11th. Mm-hmm. So what I think, what I'm thinking they did was, I'm thinking they released episode three now, because we're mm-hmm. not talking like a serialized show, it's, it's a, it's a half hour comedy, 20 yep. hour comedy. I think they want to see how many people tune in to watch episode two live. If it's like a million above, you know, what tuned in last time, they could say, okay, maybe we're, we're losing a million viewers every time we release one of these things online. I think they're doing it just as a test. Because if they did episode two online and then it got like a low rating, they don't know what's causing it. So, mm. right. so um, episode three went out. Danielle and I saw it. Uh, Sue and, and and Bob weren't able to. Um, Bob, what did you think of the pilot? Total side point: you are slowly turning into a Dalek. Slowly, no, into a Dalek. <laughs> he's not good. Well, he sounds better now. I he was a Dalek. Well, he he talked a few minutes ago. That's awkward. Right. Um. Okay. So. I want to be honest and say I wasn't like I was not a hardcore Boy Meets World fan uh, growing up. It was on. I enjoyed watching it. Um, like you, but you wouldn't see me like bringing out DVDs and doing Boy Meets World marathons. My brother, on the other hand, would. Um, he hated it. Um, I didn't hate it as much because I think my expectations for it were significantly lower than probably his were, um, or maybe the average huge Boy Meets World fan. I think. It, if you go into this show expecting a continuation of Boy Meets World, you will be horribly, horribly, horribly disappointed. If anything, I would say this show is more of a reboot of the idea mm-hmm. using characters from the old series to basically, you know, act as the elder characters for the, the youths who are meeting said world. Um, I think if you put it in that perspective and you also realize that it's being funded by Disney on the <laughs> Disney channel, yeah, that's not. Uh, it is, it is intended for preteens and that, I mean, that is intended for the target audience of mm-hmm. the characters, which is junior high. Yeah. And so, I mean, the best, honestly, hands down, like the best moments of the show are when Corey's on screen. Like his name is looting at me at the moment. The actor who plays ben Corey. Savage. Ben Savage. Ben, ben Savage is, in my opinion, carrying the show right now. Because Topanga is basically brought in for, like, what, five lines the entire show? In the pilot. In that the cha- pilot, that yeah. changes yeah. Right. in the next episode, you see. Oh, so it does. Okay, that that is good to know that they don't consider her a cardboard cutout. And just, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, I think the kids, for the most part, I think uh, Riley it was very well casted. Um, she's a little, she's awkward. But I think that's to be intended, considering mm-hmm. Corey was pretty awkward in season one of Boy Meets World. Um, my only, I think the only character I have a gr- okay, I'll just how about this? He doesn't like Farkle. I can tell him right now. He's like, okay, I will say who my. Oh, least, I liked Farkle. I will say who my least favorite character is and who my favorite character okay. is. All right. okay. My least favorite character Farkle. is boy band potential uh, love interest, whatever the hell his name is. Yeah. Lucas. Okay. Yes. Lucas. They gave him a little. I mean, I hope for his the sake of his character. I mean, he obviously, I mean, he's no Topanga, obviously. Not, but then again, Topanga was pretty boring until like season two or three at Boy Meets World. Um, but, you know, there's not really much to him other than he's from Texas. Right. So it's like, oh, well, and I'm sorry. That's, that's cool. In the 90s on standard mm-hmm. deaf TV, you could get away with a lot. With HD, the, the actors hate it because every pore shows up. They need to tone down his makeup. He's sitting in a classroom Dude, he's got, wearing like, lipstick. Later on, it's kind of well, you know what I actually. Oh, in your favorite character? Sorry, folks. I need coffee. 
But anyway, continue. No, I'm sorry. Who's your favorite character? Your favorite character was? My favorite character was Farkle. Ooh, I completely misjudged that one. Now, are you familiar Please. with who Farkle is? Farkle is the son of, uh, what's his face? Of Minkus. The, of Minkus. Minkus. His yes. name is, uh, Farkle, Farkle Minkus. Minkus. Yeah. So I think. Well. So, okay, who was the Farkle character in, in the original? Minkus. Minkus. In the Minkus. first, in the, and he was in the first okay. season of the original. He was the nerdy kid with the pocket protector and he disappeared. Mm-hmm. After the first season, they make a joke that he shows up at their at their high school graduation. Mm-hmm. They joke like he's been there the whole time, which clearly yeah. he wasn't. And yes, that was well, the one where you had said before that he like went to the bathroom and then yeah. Back. Well, they, what it was is they're in the they're in the hallway of the school, which is clearly a set. There's cameras and there's an audience, and he points he points out the audience and says, "I've been on that side yeah. of the school." And the and the and the kids look over like, "Oh, like scared." We never go over there. Mm-hmm. And there was a teacher that they had, Mr. Turner, who was on the show for a while, and he just vanished. He was in a motorcycle accident. You never saw him again. Yeah. And at one point, Minkus, who's disappeared, is like, hey, Mr. Turner, wait up! And he yeah. runs over, like, all the people that you forgot are on that side of school. So that <laughs> Well, I would just like okay. to um, point out that perhaps last week's um, pairings of Bob and I at a staggering 84%, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, is. is freakishly accurate because my favorite character was also Farkle. I thought Farkle's he was amazing. I thought he Hilarious. was by far the funniest. He had the best. I think he, the actor, the young, I'm talking about both kids. I mm-hmm. think he has probably the most natural comedic, um, acting ability. He's, he has great he timing. Funny. He's very funny. He makes great facial expressions. I thought he was hysterical. Like, in the first for the pilot episode, he was the only part, the only, like, bits that I laughed at that yeah. I thought were like really funny. Well he was over the top and funny. I also I also think Sabrina Carpenter who plays Maya is Oh she's a, good too. She's a very yeah, good yeah. actor. She's well she's a performer, she's a singer, she has CDs. Yeah. So she's I think comfortable in front of the camera. The thing with uh Rowan Blanchard who plays Riley, I think that she's I think done like one other thing and she's done some YouTube videos in her bedroom singing stuff. Like well, she's the thing is, new, like, I, I so get she that seems awkward. Yeah. She's new. Mm-hmm. The thing that the problems I, I wasn't blown away by the pilot, and I, but I don't think I had. Well, it wasn't I didn't, very good. Well, I didn't have like super high expectations because I liked Boy Meets World, but I don't think I liked it on the same level that like Ryan likes it. Like I always watched I, I it. Didn't, I didn't really watch but, it, but like I don't know. So I didn't have like certain expectations really going into the pilot, but just watching it as like I would watch any other TV show, I thought that um, the characters didn't seem to have a great rhythm yet, and I'm hoping that like they'll get it. It seemed mm-hmm. like Riley... I found her to, her acting to be a little awkward. I felt like her lines felt like she was just saying lines. I didn't feel like she was very into the character yet, but I'm sure she can get there. They, well, there's a couple. And she has a weird speech in She has a whole list. Well, there's a couple things. Um, okay, so thing, that wasn't just me. I just thought right? I kind of no, like let me just say this too. The actress is 12. She's playing yeah, a 13 year old. Yeah. They cast her when she was 11, and one of the reasons they almost didn't cast her was she looked too young, because all the other kids are 14, going right. on 15, and she was the, she's the Even youngest. Farkle? Farkle's 14. Oh yeah, I, I just also want to say, like, um, really she's fun. the only one who wasn't born when the old show was on the air. Okay. She was born in 2001. <laughs> they made and it's really funny, because they had the kids on Good Morning America, and they had one of the hosts there meeting meeting everybody, and, like, the kid who plays Augie, the little six-year-old's, like, trying to, like, hand the camera and stuff, and they get to uh, Lucas, and the woman's like, you're a good-looking young man. I'm like, everyone says that every time they see this kid, you're a good-looking young man. <laughs> Um, one of the things is there when when the show was announced, there was only one 
screen grab that they showed. It's Cory and Topanga in their house. There's the fridge in the background. There's the stairs and everything. And it's the two girls, um, Maya and, and Riley, hugging each other. And that was the only screen grab that went out for like seven, eight months. That was the only shot we get of the show. And I'm looking at the, because I always geek out on like the sets and how they fit them and, and like behind the scenes stuff. I'm looking at this set because I've seen two episodes now. I'm like, there's no freaking staircase. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, did they, so I tried to figure it out and I actually posted it on Tumblr because I can rumble tumble. And then like, where is the staircase? And someone said, no, that was from the first pilot. They did two, they did the first pilot, and then in, in the first pilot, there was a, I don't think Augie was in it, there was an older brother, Ethan, who was in it. Yeah, so wasn't there, I, I thought there was an older character. But and, and then when they did that, I don't know if Augie, the younger brother, was in it then, or if they took out, because they definitely, they got, because they had the kid cast, he did the episode, and they got rid of him, and they, I don't know if they brought in the younger brother, if he was there the whole time, but they used a different set, and they said you can tell in the first pilot um, that Riley and, Ma, and Maya are the same height, whereas now... Or, or Riley was shorter. She's the actress playing Riley gained like four inches over the course. Mm-hmm. But they said during the when you look at the pilot, parts of it were from the original pilot, and parts of it were from the the refilmed pieces. They put the two. Together. They put the two together, and you can tell if you go back, watch the scenes in uh, Corey's classroom, specifically where Maya uh, sets off the, um, mm-hmm. the the thing. If you watch, there in 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 half of the scenes. There's, cause what they do, in, and they did this on the original Boy Meets World too. Feeney's classroom, there's only like nine desks, and they mm. use like forced perspective. If you watch them in half the shots, there's four rows. In half the shots, there's only three rows. So if you watch Lucas, there's like, cause I did this, and I'm like, oh my god, there's more people behind him in half the shots. And it, they got the same kids, but they're all wearing different clothes. Oh. So there's a black kid sitting behind Lucas, and one shot he's wearing a pink shirt, and the next shot he's gained 10 pounds, he's wearing a blue shirt, cause they were filmed a year apart. Mm-hmm. So I think part of it too is that it was really I think they, stupid editing. Well, they awkwardly, if you watch it, you can't miss it. They awkwardly, I think, tried to splice the thing together. So the first episode was two things. It was awkwardly edited because of that. And the second is the writing was so far over the top awkward. Yeah. No, I, I was about to say that too. Mm. Like they, like do a like, drinking game every like time this? they say words. No, no one actually, that's the thing. No one actually talks the way they were talking. What I thought, I'm like, oh my God. You can usually tell like what, like knowing this type of show. I thought the episode was going to be about Riley wanting to be independent because we got the scene where the kids try and sneak out the window and Corey and Topanga tell them to go out the front door. I thought that was going to be the end of the episode. Like, yeah, okay, not the beginning. Not yeah, the first right. scene. Like, it's your world now. Like that Your was just, world now. That was just, it was too far over the top. And then I'm right here. Dad, will you always be there for me? Like, no one, talk, like, I don't know who you are. And, like, this isn't the season finale. Like, I haven't, you know, watched you grow all season. Like, you don't need to Well, and that's, that's what I thought was... Yeah, when I watched watched it, I think I watched it twice. And the first time, I was just like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "I'm not." I wasn't enjoying it like that much just because, like, I'm like, it's so corny and like the acting is only so so. Farkle was great, but like, and I also don't really like how they're and they've done it now in the third in the episode three that they've randomly released is that they have way too much 
dialogue take place during class? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, really, is is Mr. Matthews standing there as a teacher just letting his, his students just talk this much during class? It doesn't make sense. Like, it, it throws yeah, me out it of does. the entire thing because I'm like, he's a really bad teacher if this is what he's doing. Well, they had said one of the things they want to do with Corey's character, and he loses control of his classroom in, in episode one and more so in episode three. They want to tell the story, Feeny wasn't always Feeny. You come, you meet Feeny when he's 65 years old. Well, right. Mm-hmm. And what was he like when he was 35? Like, he obviously had to grow to that point. So, Corey's not going to be walking around like 65-year-old Feeny, although he was like an old Jewish man on the original show. Well, shows. yeah, I mean, so, I get that, total, but... Total uh, Feeny side point. Mm-hmm. I felt very double-sided about the whole uh, Feeny cameo. He wasn't dead. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I get that he wasn't dead. I was thinking he thought he was dead? A lot of people thought that was Oh, the I didn't think so. I thought he was just No, 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 no. No, no they, they, I just figured he was just basically... I, I took it as, you know, Corey having, like, a, a Feeny moment. Yeah, me too. Where mm-hmm. It was like, yeah. you know, Mr. Feeny would be proud of me right now yep. for being an amazing dad. Um, I don't know. If, so, I mean, I was happy that it was like, oh, awesome, Mr. Feeny's in the show. But I was like, but isn't that kind of just pandering to us as the old fan, as the, as the mm-hmm. old guard well, fan, if you will? Here's the thing. What's the mm-hmm. point? Like, you have to look at this. What's the point in doing, obviously, Barney's World has been airing on the Disney Channel for 10 years. So why not make this a, a new show? Why make it about Corey and Topanga? Why get the old actors in it? You want to get the nostalgia. You want to pull people in for that. So obviously, th- there's two ways they could have done this. They could have just said, we're hiring Ben and, and Danielle and bringing them back and we're, we're going to do this about their kids. The one thing that the, that the actors insisted on, everyone kind of insisted on was we want the, the same writers, producers, they want, I'm blanking on the guy's name right now. Um, Michael Jacobs. Michael Jacobs. Oh, yeah. Yep. They want in April in something. Like that. He wanted the exact same people to do this show. So while they may have lost their stuff, well, they may be different. They're, you know, 15 years older. You have to believe that they want this show to reflect what they want it to be about. Mm-hmm. And there was two different ways they could have done this. And I saw someone write this that was perfect. They could have done Girl Meets World, as they did. Or they could have done Man Meets World and do it about Corey oh, and Topanga in their 30s raising kids. And have, and have Corey and Topanga be the focus of the show. Right. But I, I mean, that's that, a work, yeah. though. I think it would. And someone said... I, I, I they, disagree with you. And they said someone could do the... They could do the FX version of the show and have Topanga be the bitter wife who's pissed that she didn't go to Oh, no, no, no. We don't like, want to go there's that There's different way. ways they could do it. I mean, well, I get that, but, th- but I think... That totally defeats the spirit of the Boy Meets World mm-hmm. feel. Like, I mean, I guess you could do a dark, gritty take on the buried life of Topanga and Corey, and there are kids who are doing drugs on the sides and <laughs> selling their bodies on the streets in New York. Yeah, I don't want to watch that shit. So I think you, you have to focus on the kids. But, but the point I want to make, I just want to clarify with the whole Feeny thing real quick. Um, I want Feeny to be on the show. I mean, I mean, as a guest host, or not guest host, guest host, host on, on, on that as a guest show. host. <laughs> well, take No, um, is like, but actually have him like, you know, be on for a show, not like just like, oh, here's like, yeah. random Mr. Feeny at the end of an episode because we know you're all gonna like lose your shit over it. Oh. I, I think it's it just it. That's why I felt like it was more of a pander, other than like having an episode where you know, Corey has to go to a teaching conference and runs into Mr. Feeney and then they, whatever. I'm just saying, like, we're legitimate storyline right. where Feeney's a part of it versus just random cameo of random, fo- and the random posters of Feeney all over the place were also kind of a little weird. Well, no, that was actually, I thought so too. On the original show, 
there were when when they were walking around, there were actually fe- there were stay in school Feeny posters on the original show, hmm. which I had completely forgotten about. But they showed screen grabs of them. I about that too, and it's, I think it's actually the same poster that they. Yeah, obviously, why would Feeny be there? I mean, that's a little bit drag license, but I think it's fine. But I mean, in the first episode, I th- I definitely think they could have cut the, the 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 uses of it's your world now down to a reasonable like four. And with the extra 12 minutes of dialogue being the downside. <laughs> but I mean, they, they really packed a lot of stuff in. They made a conscious decision. We're going to keep them in New York. We're not going to have the parents on every episode. We're not going to have Eric. We're not going to have Sean. Sean will be on it. Sean. Sean is on it. And Sean, so are the parents. Sean is on. They're, they're, they do like the Christmas episode or something, but well, they're not going to be did, on. Where did the original show? Philadelphia. Oh. In the last episode, they go to New York. Oh, okay. And that's why I remember they said, yeah, we see yeah, you yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not they, too far. I mean, they had so much to do. I don't know if Feeney comes back on. They definitely do. They definitely have Sean on. They definitely will will do something with him and Maya and whatnot. But um, there's very there's very interesting. Not to interrupt. I apologize, but there's a very interesting interview with uh, with uh, Ryder Strong. I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About also a about, podcaster. Yeah, yeah. He he's very much a content producer. Um, he very much doesn't like one. Doesn't want to be an actor anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, what he wants to do more so is he'd rather come back to the girl makes world. Cause basically what he says is it is freakishly the same. Mm-hmm. Like it's, mm-hmm. you're right. You're right. It's the same people. Even the kids who, uh, the actors and actresses who play the kids on the show, they have the same, uh, onset teacher as they did as kids. Oh, that's weird. Right. Yeah. So it's like, for him, it's like, it's a huge weird nostalgia thing, but like, yeah. he, I guess apparently like, he actually directs an episode of Girl Meets World. Yeah, he wants to do that. Uh, he wants to be like he wants to direct episodes of the show, not That's necessarily. That's cool, you know. right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, so I think I don't know. I don't think we're going to be seeing a ton of Sean. I mean, I'm very interested to see what well, they do. You know what though? I mean, that's the thing. It's like with everything in, in your life. Like, okay, you've outgrown acting. You don't want to do it anymore. But when I think when Michael Jacobs calls, maybe okay, just for this one show, I'll just do it. Like, I'm not going to be a regular, but I'll come on. I'll do three or four episodes a season if it gets picked up, which I'm assuming it will. I mean, I could see him doing it for that reason. But yeah, I mean, they have to make it, though, man. Like, especially when you're dealing with roles that you played your entire, you know, adolescent life. I would, then, yeah. He's not afraid of being well, podcast. He's would, being but I would think That's it true. would actually be somewhat difficult to get back into the role the right mm-hmm. way. Because, I, I mean, I know you said earlier, yeah, like you thought Corey's parts were the best. I even struggled with him a little bit because I felt like, okay, I'm not sure this feels like, you know, Corey Matthews just yet. And I think it was just because... He was getting back into it because I think by episode three he was much better. Um, I don't think there was any difference though, but I think that the shot, the thing is, we just watched Boy Meets World last year, the year before we watched all seven seasons. So you're used to season seven, Corey. Well, it this could, is you know what though? Twenty two, Corey. It I could mean, so also be. <laughs> it could also be like, um, and you'll see it more in the third episode. His scenes with Danielle Fischel are great. Um, you can tell they still have the chemistry together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was more his scenes with Riley that were, again, awkward. And I think it was just because the writing was just so, like like you said, over the top. The first and one was really and she's not quite there yet. Like, well, the whole her, thing... Her acting can if get you wa- like Go back and watch the pilot if you have it, and, and pay attention to several things. In the classroom, laugh your ass off as the kids change shirts and every other thing. <laughs> um, watch the very end when... They, 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 they screw it up. When you watch it on the Disney app, they didn't have commercials. So when the girls get on the, the, the train at the end, then they get right off. 
there was no commercial break there. So I'm like, well, clearly they just turned around and walked back off. And they're like, oh, you guys are still waiting for us? It's like, yeah, you, you've gone for like four minutes. Like, you just got on the train and walked back. But I'm like, clearly there will be a commercial there. There wasn't a commercial there. Yeah. So they literally turned Same around with and, 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 yeah, and walked back. So that, that was kind of bad editing. At the very end, when he turns around and sees Feeney and turns around, he, like, awkwardly puts his arms around, like, Maya and whoever's on the Yeah. Air, and they walk out in a giant cluster. Yeah, it's weird. On the subway! You can't walk up four or five people no, in a you pack. Can. You can't, like, it was Oh, just but doesn't, um, what was Farkle's awesome wife? That Lucas, this silly boy, is there, and he's like, oh, what is that? A that's pony? A, that's or a tiny horse. Like, he's like, that's a, a rat. rat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and I'm sorry, but we know from Jen that Texans know what rats look like. However, New York City rats are rather large. This is a this is yeah, a, but it's still not looking anything well, like I, a horse. I think, like you know, to echo Bob, is that his character is just made to be dumb right now. Like, did anyone else he's, get? He's not the no, greatest. You know, in the did box. anyone else catch? Like, remember, at one point they do back, um, back of the glass. That yes, you know, that was Farkle. That was Farkle as a girl. Way. Yeah, that was pretty well done. I like that. It was like, we gender-bended everyone except for Minkus. And here's what would have happened if we gender-bended Minkus. Be thankful we didn't. Oh, it's so funny, though. I got a kick out of um, when Farkle said, you know, can I talk at the front of the class or whatever, and he goes up to the desk and he flips the name thing over so it says Farkle on it. I am Farkle. (laughs) Yeah, and Corey just went back to his desk and sat with his feet up on the desk. I thought that was pretty funny. I got a kick out of that. There's a couple of concerns I have for the way they're doing the new show. Now, number one, I'm grateful that they've got the original writers, the original cast. They've got people who want to make it good. They're just not collecting a paycheck. So you feel good about that. Here's the two things. When they did the original show, when it started, it was going to be about Corey and his guy friends, plural. And they cast Ryder Strong, and they decided right away that he was going to be the kid in the trailer park who didn't have any money. That's why they always had him eating in school, because they figured that's the only place he's eating. Okay. So he, every time you see him in school, he's eating something. That was on purpose. And mm-hmm. like for the first season, every other episode, he has a new guy friend, because they hated every actor they brought in. Besides Ryder Strong. Besides Ryder Strong. Yes. So every other episode, if you watch that first season, he has a different guy friend in every episode, and they all bomb out. And eventually they said, just do right. we'll just do Corey and Sean, and that's it. Yeah. And then Daniel Fischel was originally going, there was, uh, she was gonna play like an extra in the class, and Topanga was gonna be someone else, and Topanga was just a big character. But Danielle and, and Ben Savage hit it off, and they organically did, added her to the show. Kind of and, made she, her a bigger role. and she became a bigger role, and Minkus went away, and then they brought, like, as the show progressed, they, they made it the, the, the Corey and Topanga show, and that all came naturally. In this show, they made a, a conscious decision from day one that Riley, Maya, and Farkle, and Lucas are going to be a tight group of friends. Yeah, and it almost feels a little forced. Well, no, and that Lucas mm-hmm. is the love interest. And it's like, I remember watching okay, on... He looks a lot older than the rest of them, he's too. Not, he does. She's but he looks age. it. Like, She's he younger. looks so much no, no, no. older. They're all the same age, except Riley is younger. That's the only... Yeah, but still... Uh, that was the other person I got a big old kick out of was the lady the on lady the, on the train. So, but, yeah. I have a best friend too. I ain't talking to her. You know who that is, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, sister, sister. Yeah, yep. that yep. was pretty cool. It's like, what remake am I watching? I know. <laughs> <laughs> everyone was like, I hope to God they keep her on the if, train. Like, the, she's if like, those oh, twin girls had walked on, I would have been like, what? What? all over again. Oh my <laughs> it's a TGIF reboot. We don't even know it yet. I know, right? 
But my thing is, like, they, they, like I remember watching a Delmar Girls commentary, and they added Luke at the last minute. Luke was originally supposed to be Daisy, who was going to be the woman who ran the diner, and they said, there's too many women in the show, make him a guy. So they made him Luke. And it's, like, the best character. But no, he had mm-hmm. chemistry with Lauren Grant, and they said, let's write more of that, right. and that's where it came from. They're saying, okay, Lucas and, and Riley are going to be the new Corian's Pango. What if they have no chemistry? They, they, so right. far, they don't have chemistry. But that's I don't the think, thing. But, I mean, it's... It's a gamble. I, yeah. I but I think it's supposed to be awkward so far. But the only... This is what I said. If you remember... I'm going to jump back to Gilmore Girls. The first episode of Gilmore Girls, they said, okay, this is Rory, and this is the love interest, Dean. Mm-hmm. And eventually they brought in another love interest who I thought was way better, and then they screwed up the show and they brought in the third love interest who I thought was terrible. But they changed their minds. How do you know in season three it's not going to be like Riley Farkle? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they I'm can, they can I'm, still change. I'm already a shipper. That's why I'm yeah. shipping. But that's Riley like, Farkle. Well, what about the other one? She's his Maya. Yeah, he or loves Farkle. them both split, equally. He you know, split between the two, and they actually do a really great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil Bob a little bit. Um, so, well, it's Girl Meets World. How much can you really spoil? So, yeah, episode three, the plot line is I don't know what we missed in episode two, but Riley definitely has a crush on Lucas. The episode begins. It's a bright, bright, sunshiny day. Um, the kids come over to the Matthews house, and the plot line is going to be the Augie is now trying to grow up. He doesn't want to be a little boy anymore. They added some subtext they have to Panga, making sure that Maya eats. She wants to make sure Maya has breakfast, continuing mm-hmm. the Sean thing. And then you get to school, and uh, Lucas is being flirted with by an older woman. Who's in the same class. Who's in the same class. Who, um, you know, so, so now <laughs> so, it's, well, uh, she's 12, so yeah, so whatever. So, well, you um, know, she's, she's failed a grade or two. Right. So in the plot lines, <laughs> she's obviously, you know, Riley cannot compete with this girl. Riley doesn't know how to date. And they have actually a really nice line in there, which I like. In the next episode, um, she's trying, Riley is trying to get Maya to teach her how to flirt. And Maya, I thought, was really good in the next episode. She's like, I'm not going to do that. I barely know how to flirt. You're, you're not a flirter. I'm not me. And she's like, is it, and Riley's like, is it wrong that I'm jealous? And she's like, am I jealous? And she's like, you don't even know how to be jealous. Like, you can't pull off jealousy. Like, you can tell Maya has a lot of respect for Riley. And they have a line in the next episode, well, do you want Lucas to take you to a movie? And she's like, by myself, by ourselves, I'm not ready for that. Right. Yeah. I right. Just, I mean, yeah. She's 12 years well, old yeah. or whatever. That's, that's a, that's a nice line. But they have a great scene where Far, where she asks Farkle, joins the conversation, will you teach me to flirt? And, and he's like, absolutely. <laughs> he's like, absolutely. Like, Fargo's quite the ladies' man or whatever. Yeah. And Maya says, but wait a minute. You'll teach her how to flirt? I thought you were in love with her. He's like, I am. I, w- I love you both. I want you both to be happy. And that's the end of the scene. I know. No, like they, they no, make no. Him a, they, He says, like, he say? how's my hair or whatever? And Maya's like, it hasn't changed in four years. <laughs> <laughs> and Fargo decides he's going to flirt with the older woman and yeah. pull her no, off. No, Fargo's by but far they, the most comedic. But they make him they make him like the decent friend where I love you, but I want if you're happy yeah. with him, I might be happy. They make him a nice guy. Whereas Minkus was always just annoying. So they no, make him into... just funny. They made a I conscious mean, effort. So like he's a great character. Yeah, and make, the kid that's playing him is great. Right. He's got great timing. Yeah, but in the next episode, I think... Um, Fargle shines. I think Maya shines. Um, Lucas is still very stiff, but I don't know what we missed in episode two. He's, <laughs> he's stiff. He's stiff. He's, um, he's basically there to be the boy band interest yeah, for all. Yeah, I know. That's basically what he's there for. So far, and... That's exactly what he looks like, is a boy Topanga band. gets a lot of lot of mileage in the She gets one. more screen time, well, which is good. Because the plot good. line is that her youngest son 
who is this many and holds up five fingers, is obsessed with a young girl who's this many and holds up six fingers. Yeah. And Topanga's, like, trying to keep him as a little boy, and he's trying to grow up, and he and he invites his little girlfriend over, and he's like, she likes cheese. Can you give us some cheese and make yourself scarce? I know. So cute. <laughs> and then, like, the little girl is very bossy, so she's like, okay, you're gonna do this, this, and this. And the little girl's, why? She's like, because I'm this many and holds up, like, 30 fingers. So. But, I don't know, I wow. think we, um, I hope eventually, like, um, future episodes, it's not just gonna be Corey Riley because he's the teacher and the dad. I mean, I wanna see some Topanga Riley scenes mm-hmm. too. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like, see both their parenting skills at work. Well, the other thing is, I can kinda predict just from stuff I've read. It's not like I've read spoilers. I can just kinda see from the way I'm used to them writing the show what's gonna happen with Topanga's character. I think you're gonna see her character kind of return to her roots a little bit over the course of the season, because right now they have her as a lawyer, and I think you're going to see her hate that mm-hmm. and kind of step back a little bit. So and they, they are going to return to Sean. They are going to bring the parents back in. The ratings are good. It's going to get picked up. The, the deal with Disney is they tend to only do four seasons for most shows for some reason. <laughs> the other thing I'm – but the thing I'm worried about for this show Kids is, grow up too fast. Kids grow up too – well, they also uh, don't want to get like – Well, what they do is I think they tie everyone into a four-year contract – so if the ratings are good and they bring it back for season five, everyone gets to negotiate, and they may not want to do that. But the thing is, is that when you look at me, what made Boyman's World a great show, look at the episodes they did. They did episodes on death. Parents died. Sean's um, father, oh, his father passed died. away. Yeah. You do. Uh, there were episodes on infidelity. There were episodes on um, premarital sex. There were episodes on drinking. There were episodes on drugs. Uh, what else? There was episodes on bullying. Go down the line on everything that they talked about in the show. There was episodes where uh, Topanga broke up with Corey and he became a raging alcoholic for the episode. Oh my god, I remember that one. Well, no, like, I actually threw that on the other day because I guess there was a line of dialogue I wanted to see in it. And, like, um, Bill Ross, who played Corey's father, was, like, in his face screaming in that episode. And, like, it was was a really not funny episode. Yeah, but one thing that I always thought they did do well on Boy Meets World, the original one, is, um, those parents were great parents. Yes. You know, they were not the laid back, oh, I don't know what I'm doing parents. Like, they they were great parents. I thought they're great examples. Well, the, um, the actors were so good and so yeah, believable. Yeah, they were, exactly. But what makes me nervous about that show is I think if you're going to do a show like this, you have to be truthful and you have to not, like, obviously they did, they, they saw, they didn't. It wasn't a graphic show, but they mm-hmm. discussed things in that format. Well, you that can, yeah, you can discuss things and have honest conversations without it being like rated R. I mean, right. it can be done. But the thing is, Disney way. will not show the alcohol episode. You and don't they, know that? No, they won't. It's not aired in the syndication in in Boyd's World. They oh. they won't air the alcohol episode, That's silly. and they will not air the premarital sex episode. So silly. So now you're doing it a show so about twelve year old, thirteen year old girls. Say it runs four years. So you're never going to have an alcohol episode and you're never going to have a premarital sex But episode. I don't get that because Disney's other things that they own, they address those issues. Not on the Disney Channel. But they won't do it on the Disney Channel. Channel. Disney Channel. Channel. That's why they put it on a different... Oh, right. Okay, so question, yeah. question for you. Mm. If you're a Disney executive mm-hmm. and you have a hit on your hands of A Girl Meets World mm-hmm. and your characters get old enough, to where the show becomes more about their their high school characters versus their junior high school characters, and you want to, in theory, you if and basically you have a creator who wants to go in that direction. Do you a not let them, or b let them be on ABC Family? <laughs> the thing becomes it becomes a factor of money. 
I don't think they would ever do it based on what is good for the show. Like, I've never, like, I'm not familiar with Disney beyond this show. Like, what was Hannah Montana like? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, what, like, like, I know there was, I know there was an issue with, (laughs) with Disney where they showed, um, they had a gay character on one of their shows and it was like, you know, the the crazy, um, one million moms were protesting and all that stuff. I mean, I, I don't know what, what Disney's, deal is with that. I don't know if they want to say, okay, I mean, these are 17-year-old girls, so we want no, them to be role models you know, to young 13-year-old girls watching it, so of course they will not engage in premarital sex. Make it the but, show that's on later in the evening if you are worried about... It's already 9.45. No, it's going to be mm-hmm. 8.30. That was just a long time uh. deal. But I, yeah, like, what I think is, if the ratings were, if, like, if they were in a position to transfer to ABC or something, may, maybe, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing, is how do you... Like, do you really think they show could survive on ABC? I make the argument. No. The, as not right now. now no. Not right now. No. Not right now. As this now, no. Um, ABC right now has um, one comedy that is uh, it's uh, Last Man Standing by the fourth year, and it was like the second to last show renewed. Uh, Friday night comedies do not work well. At TGIF was a thing of the nineties. You do not put your good comedies on. That a was the best part of Friday night, you know, when you were a mm-hmm. kid. Was TGIF. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, in the seventies, um, like um, uh, what was on um, All in the Family, Mary Tyler Moore, Golden Girl, all those shows that are like classic sitcoms aired on Friday night on Saturday nights. You don't put anything on Saturday. You put cops yeah. on Saturday. Nothing goes on Saturday nights. Yeah, it's it's, it's totally changed. changed. But I remember, like, man, Friday nights were the best. Yeah. You know, like, didn't matter where I was if I was at a friend's house or whatever. I made sure I always watched TV. Well, if you look, mm-hmm. someone mentioned this too on the old show. It was one of the reviews I read of Girl Meets World. They said, okay, look at the old show. The first year was Feeny and Corey and it was kind of campy. Then it was the show about the kids in junior yeah, the kids in junior high. Then it was the Topanga and Corey will they or won't they get together story, like that love story. And then it was um they got married, then it was how big of adult is Eric story. And then like they they kind of kept looking for a focus on that show and Chuck is in the sink. I have to go get the cat. We should frown upon that book. (laughs) But it's totally yeah, when so, I podcast with Trisha, her cat's always in the sink oh as well. Oh my god, I see a giant cat ass coming out of the sink. That's awkward. But I mean, that show had trouble finding its footing. But I don't know. But I am concerned that you can tell... Like, I think if you go by the, the previews of the first season, they're going to have episodes on bullying. They're going to have episodes on um, shoplifting. They're going to do those episodes. You can't do that when the kids are 17. And no. you can't say, okay, have, you know, appropriate, age-appropriate conversations, but by the way, no drinking, no drugs, and no sex. You know, well, just a random thought. We're assuming it's going to make it that long. Yeah, what if it doesn't? Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, you know, if the ratings are good and it makes a year or two years or three years, that's fine. But, I don't know, let's, wait, how many seasons did Women's World go? Seven? And they got to do the whole, like, let's go to college, let's deal with being married, let's deal with potentially thinking about having kids that would eventually do a spinoff show. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm happy we have something now. I mean, I don't think we should be worrying about the sex well, episode just one. yet. Yeah, I don't, you never know. Like, I, don't get me wrong. I mean, I get your I, I, great talking points, and I, I get that. But I'm just saying, I'm not sure we're there yet. Well, I want there. I want us to. I want us to get there. Don't get me wrong. Ratings but, are good so far, but again, so yeah. Episode. Well, well, and in the, the original show, Eric and uh, Corey were what? They were only. Couple years apart. They changed a little bit. The first show, they Corey was twelve. I'm sorry, Corey was eleven, and he was in sixth grade. And then the next year, 
he entered seventh grade, but then three years later he graduated high school. No, but how Corey far lost apart to, were him and Eric? That, well, it changed because Corey aged two years faster than Eric over uh, the run of the okay. show. No, they, he did because Corey went from sixth grade to twelfth grade in four years, mm-hmm. but Eric stayed the same. Oh. Eric rested, so it's hard to say. But Eric was still in college when, when the well, show ended. Eric, they made him dumb. I mean, well, no, they, when the show ended, Corey and Topanga were in their beginning their sophomore year in college when they quote unquote went to New York, whatever that means. And Eric was presumably a senior. Well, Mooney said Mooney is down in the chat, and she, uh, Selena for Ryan. Can she help uh, us pick up books? Well, let me ask t- this. T- t- Has t- she ever read a book? Because I'm not clear. Being her her follower on on, on Goodread, on Goodreads. If she actually reads, if I she think reads. she reads all the books. She's read yeah. I think all the books, so she can give some advice. But she said she tuned in for. Um, <laughs> She tuned in and said, I tuned in to Ryan talking about alcohol, and then she said, on the other hand, not all teens have sex, so they don't necessarily have to go in that direction. I mean, that's true, too. I mean, that's a fair point. Um, the, yeah, a lot well, of them do, would be interesting but to see that. Well, the format- I would think it would be more interesting, just personally, like, dealing with having teenagers in a city as big as New York mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all the dangers that that entails, because that is – very different than growing up in a rural yeah. Philadelphia neighborhood yeah, or wherever it was yeah. that they lived. I mean, that's a huge, like, riding the subway is not always safe. Well, my, my thing is... Don't tell them that. Know, it's a, right? it's a, Don't tell the, Disney that. In the first episode, go ahead. But, like, are I mean, they going to come across, like, a crazy homeless person? Because I did when I lived there. <laughs> like, they're going to make the mother and sister say, you came off as a crazy homeless person? No, she came across the crazy homeless person. No, I'm saying, across, like, I think so you came across as a crazy Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then Jen randomly got asked if she was a lesbian. It was just like, the one time she rides the subway well, she by said, herself. She said, thank well, you. She, well, wasn't you know, the, she wearing that scarf? Well, she was wearing a yeah. rainbow scarf, and someone came up to her and said, it's wonderful that you can be such an open and proud lesbian. And Jen didn't know what to say, so she thanks the woman yeah. for saying mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, New York City is, you know... When I found out they were having the show take place there, I thought, like, how much are we going to see of the city? Well, that's subway. Right. But I don't think very well, much. Yeah, no, we're going to see a lot of the subway, but that's yeah. about it. Well, like, when sure you go to see very much. Yeah, but it's, it, well, that's the thing. It's like when you go on the subway, it's like the, like the women, hey, Farkle. It's like, like oh, no, this no, is clear. No, no. This is clear. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. And my, my New Yorkers is, aren't going to – I don't see New Yorkers as – Riding the subway and and having that kind of connection with each other. No. Well, my thing is too. You're doing a coming of age story. That's what Boyne's World was. That's what Girlman's World was promising to be. So if they wanted to do a plot line that says that that Maya and and Riley just don't drink, they, they've never been drinkers. That or maybe they do a plot line where like maybe like one of Maya's uncles is a big drinker and she swears off and over the. You can kind of get away with not doing one of those, but I think mm-hmm. it's difficult to do a coming-of-age story where you never discuss substance abuse of any kind or right. sex yeah. in 17-year-olds. I mean, that's just... You, you've got to... That's true. It's like, girl... I mean, girl... Boy Meets World never had the Topanga by a bra episode. I mean, you don't have to do every single thing that happens to kids. You know, like, you know, not every single thing must be covered, but you kind of have to hit some of the big markers to be believable. But... Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so Sue has some trivia. I... I... Do and I don't. I thought I could find <laughs> trivia um, questions and answers. I did not. But what I have for you is supposedly the hardest uh, Boy Meets World trivia quiz ever. Uh-oh. 
So I am putting this up in... What color shirt was Corey wearing in episode 3 of season 4? Hold on, Danielle is shooting... It's not that bad. She, this doesn't work anymore! Danielle is shooting Chuck bottle. at 30 feet with a water bottle. We need to get a better water and bottle. And it didn't reach him, so all she just did was flooded the kitchen. Mm. Okay. okay, carry on, I'm sorry. How about, how about so, we take this together, apparently, if it was... Let's take it together. Right, yeah. right, let's see what hit me. All right, so I'll, we can read off the question. Or, oh, wow. Okay. All right. Which rule was not listed on the sign in the John Adams High Cafeteria? No loud talking, no reading, no shooting, no fighting. No shooting. Is that our guess? That's what you think it didn't well, say? Well, I'm thinking... I'm thinking it says no reading. Me too. I would say no reading. Well, I'm reading. thinking that too. I, yeah. Or no, we say, no, oh, no I'm fighting. sorry. What does it not say? What is no it not fighting say? is the answer. No fighting? Yep. They actually wrote no shooting on a sign? That's bizarre. Apparently. That's a little weird. I, I missed that one. No fighting was not a rule in the cafeteria poster. The sign is visible in several episodes during Corey's high school career, like this episode where his favorite lunch lady dies. Oh. I, I want to throw a question out for the group just to see who can get it. What was Topanga's sister's name? She had a sister? <laughs> in one episode, and then after that point, she was an only child. I don't remember that. I remember she had an older sister, but I don't remember her name. Her name is Nebula. What? Nice. In one episode, she had a sister named Nebby. Nebula. Wow. Nebby? Nebby. <laughs> and Sean had a sister, too, because if you remember, there was an episode where Corey was tired of his hair, his Brillo pad hair, so Sean put some type of thing, and remember his hair poofed up, he got this giant afro, and he was on the phone with his sister, trying to, like, reverse the effects. It's the only time Sean had a sister. Because hmm. he, he had all brothers and half brothers yeah. after that. So here we go. All right. In okay. season seven's flash forward episode, Seven the Hard Way, aka Plays with Squirrels, the gang returns to Pembroke for Mr. Feeney's retirement party. What year does this take place 2006. in? 2006. 2006 wow. is one of the answers. And you are correct. I wow. don't you know it was. It, the, the plot of the episode was that they, yeah, they go back. It, they're all having a fight with each other. So it's like they go back and it's, I remember they said it's been. Seven years. I remember they said 2006. I remember thinking that was funny because I watched it in 2013. But that was the one where um, Eric becomes a homeless person and he lives in the woods with the squirrels. And he changed his name to Plays with Squirrels. Yeah. And that's how he wants to be. Is he hanging out with Bob the Squirrel King? I believe he may have been. All right. Wait, what if Bob the Squirrel King is secretly Eric? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Eric was smart, like in the first season. Mm. All right, next question. Sure. How many siblings, full, half, or step, does Sean have? <laughs> you just said that. Well, no, apparently he has, well, no, he has a half, he has a sister at one point, he has a half brother, who plays the half brother on, um, later on, on, what, on the last season? Remember, it's the, it's, um, not, is, is it Joey Lawrence's oh, brother? Um, who's the, you remember, it's Eric and it's Rachel the redhead, yeah. and it's, who's the guy? Yeah, that's Matthew Lawrence. Matthew Lawrence plays his half-brother. That's his half-brother? That's his half-brother. So it's Matthew Lawrence. So he's a half-brother. He has a sister in one episode. And then, do you remember there's the episode where um, Sean's parents have the Matthews over for, like, Thanksgiving or something at the trailer park? There's another half-brother there that you never say. So I'm going to go with two half-brothers and a sister. So a total of three siblings. I'm going to go with three. That is correct. Correct. Does it break mm. it down? Ooh. Yes. Sean has three siblings. Stacy is mentioned in Corey's Alternate Friends episode. His half-brother, Eddie, is a character in the episode The Pink Flamingo Kid. And then, obviously, there's Jack. 
Oh, I am rocking this. You are rocking this. Okay. You just a little show off. What is the name of the band that Alan Matthews creates as or created as a teenager? The Tongues, The Exits, Exits, Sex Ed, or Blood Drive? <laughs> go, go, Ryan. I have no idea. I have no idea. Let's make take a guess. How about I, the, I, I, my guess is The Exits, because they're, they're signed and posted everywhere. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with Sex Ed. Nope, we're all wrong. It is The Tongues. Tongues. Really? <laughs> but it says... In the season two episode, Band on the Run, Corey and Sean named their band The Exits. Huh. While Alan reminisces about the glory days with the tongues. Well, wasn't one of the um, monkeys Topanga's father? Yeah. Um, that's actually one of the questions coming on. So okay, hang on. Just well, don't, hold say that don't say anything. All right. Number five. What day did Corey and Topanga get married? Was it November 26, 2002? September 16th, 1998, November 5th, 1999, or September 12th, 2000. Well, what would have been if it was to September 12th, 2001? I'm going to go with the 99 one. 99? Mm-hmm. Anyone else have a guess? I'm, I don't know. That, that is, correct. is correct. I'm just thinking from the show. They got married on Friday, November 5th, 1999. In fact, there was a website where viewers could print out personal invitations to their weddings. And it even has a no, link to what the invitations look like. Well, it's, it's, fine. it's on the DVD, and, and uh, Ben Savage and Daniel Fish will do a thing after, like, welcome, come to our wedding next week. And he's explaining what a URL is. Because it's 1990. <laughs> he, was, he actually sat there and explained how the internet works. As only Corey Matthews could. Very cool. Number six, what does Angela say her middle name is? Rachel. Is it Shanene? Shanene. Shanene. Lydia or Raquel? Rachel is one of the options, right? Yes. Well, Rachel's another character. Rachel's another character. Though. I'm going to go with Shanene, whatever the hell that is, is my guess. I'm going to go with Raquel. Shanene is it? Oh, well, who, who makes Shanene. up Shanene as an alternate answer in the quiz? <laughs> <laughs> so they figure out their soap star names. This is kind of like your porn name, only not quite. And uh, by mixing their middle names with the street they grow up with, with on, and Angela says, Shanene Martin Luther King Boulevard. There's a lot of questions. Okay, number seven. Eli Williams, the media relations professor at John Adams High, used to work for what Philadelphia news program? Is it WIXB Nightly News, Goodnight Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Nightly News, or Philadelphia Tonight. And I have something random to tell you guys after this question. I can't. I remember the episode, but I can't remember. It's the episode where Eric gets the job as the weatherman. It's, I, it's probably Philadelphia Nightly News. It's Philadelphia Tonight. What do you got, Bob? Uh, and St. Jude's connections to Philadelphia Tonight. Eli helped Eric realize his dream of becoming a weatherman. He also inspired Corey to film Sean's life at Trailer Park. I got a compliment of my voice uh, from a customer late last night, and at the time I couldn't place her face, but I, could, I, I kind of, she looked very familiar to me. It was one of our local newscasters. Oh, that's oh, nice. nice. And so I was like, whoa. So someone from the television industry thinks I have a nice voice. Yes. That, that is kind of, cool. That's kind of nice. Isn't that kind of funny when there's like people around you that like you, you're like, oh, that's the guy from... Yeah. What was actually, I was telling Danielle this, it was funny, I was at a funeral yesterday, and Mm -hmm. my cousin's wife was sitting next to me, and we were just talking, we were just joking back and forth, and all of us, of course, we do what anyone does at a funeral, we start debating Obamacare, and 
and she and she says one thing, and I said another. I'm like, well, you know what? If, if you have a problem with it, blame him. And I pointed at the guy in front of me. I'm like, it, it's the congressman from the district. Yeah. Was the, I'm like, blame him. He voted for it. It's like, what are the odds the congressman votes for this thing right next to us? <laughs> so, you, know, you never know who's sitting next to you. Could be you never know. Could be the weatherman. Mm. Bob was unimpressed. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm just uh, going through all these questions. Okay, well, while you're I doing have... that, I'll do eight. Which yeah, Baywatch star appears in the season two episode, The Thrillia in Philia? Hint, the she makes out with... Thrilla. Thrilla in the Philia. Thrilla in the Philia. See, The Thrilla in Philia. She makes out with Griffin Griffhawkins in this episode. Well, I'm going to go with Pamela Anderson. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's the only Baywatch star I know. Ooh, you would be wrong. <laughs> it is Yasmin Bleach. Oh. Bleach? Bleach, I think. Who plays Mrs. Feeney? Joey the Rat. <laughs> oh, here's the monkey's question. All right, go ahead and ask it. Which member of the monkeys starred as Topanga's dad in season three episode Rave On? I think it's Peter. Peter Twerk. She had three dads. You guys are breaking up, but you are yeah. correct. It's Peter. Yes, it is Peter Tork. Yeah, she had three deaths. She also had. Oh, I got one. Woohoo! She had um, Lennon Stiggy, the guy from the who's the guy from Laverne and Shirley who played. Yeah, um, yeah. Bob, are they breaking up for you? (laughs) Well, Bob's breaking up too. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Not you're all breaking up. It's 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 all coming down, and the world's coming to an end. I can't. Yeah, I'm with you, Bob. I, I, I can hear them fine. Yeah, I know the song okay, is fine well, for us. It's recording just fine. It's so, fine. so, so for the sake of uh, probably moving this along, I just okay. should we go ahead and move on from it because yeah. we only have about eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want to. I just want to also laugh at one of the questions in the Flashboard episode, the seven, the hard way. What do Corey and Topanga name their child? And one of the options is Riley, and it's wrong. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, it's Beverly. I'm like, Beverly. Wow. I, well, I, I feel very, very, very... Oh, wait. The in joke- spin-off show, Girl Meets World, they named their children Riley, Elliot, and Lewis. There's three of them? That must be the first... They what? actually changed that because, um, I believe, because the kid who plays the youngest Matthews in, on Girl Meets World, it, the actor's name is Augie, and I thought they named the character that as well. Well, the character, they call him Augie, so I would think Did his name is Augie? probably August. Yeah, and they got rid of... I think maybe he was Lewis to begin with, and they just named him Arnold. Yeah. They changed that, too. Well, they change everything. I mean, shows like this are not bastions of continuity. Okay. So, um, we wanted to decide on a book for the for, for a couple episodes from now, and I also kind of want to talk about Point of View Weekly Day, mm-hmm. if we get the chance. Yes. So, yes. what book do we want to do? I'm looking at a couple ones I have here. Uh, one was recommended by Jules, which is called Codename Verity. It's about a woman who was captured during World War II who uh, is forced by the Nazis basically to like give everything that she knows. So they sit her in a room with paper and they just have her write. So it's what she's writing, the story she's telling while in um, custody. Uh, Jules loved it. When you go on uh, and look at the reviews on Amazon and in elsewhere, Goodreads, they're all, this is the best book. This is the best book. So uh, it's very popular books. So there's that one. Um, I read a few pages of it. It's funny. It like it's as funny as it can be. She's very snarky. Um, another yeah, one. Jules said that she was alternately crying and laughing at work, and her coworkers thought she had lost her mind. Which is also because, possible as well. Well, yeah, that's true. 
And the other ones we have are Looking for Alaska uh, by John Green that we were talking about, and also The Cuckoo's Calling by, by Joe Rowling. We could also do Ready Player One, because three of us have already read it. Yep. That puts a lot of... Uh, well, that puts a lot of pressure on Bob. It's pressure a lot of on Bob. Pressure. But we could make that a book for the future. I would like to talk about that one a little yeah, bit more. I would we too. talked about it a little bit, but I think it would be fun, and I would like to reread it. So. Yeah. I loved um, it. I loved that book. And we can also I, do, you know, read chapters one through seven, do kind of a puffwa thing with it, too. We don't have to read the whole book if we don't want to. Yeah, but then, like, if you have read the yeah, whole book, yeah. it makes it difficult really to, to remember, like, what happened where, and then you get spoiled for somebody, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Will Wheaton reads that one. It, it was $13. I just couldn't bring myself to pay for it, but... Uh, I got to listen to a little bit of it, and it sounded like it was really good. Bob, what's a you want to pick one? Is, is Bob, Bob here? Bob here? I'm back. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I had to take care of an emergency, so I'm back, though. Yeah, I actually did in less than one minute. I said nice. two minutes. Doesn't that scream like one. Bob had to pee? <laughs> no, it was it was a dog issue. Oh, okay. poor puppy. It was um, a dog being a cat issue, I'm sure. No. Actually, the dog gets along really well with the cat, so I'm That's very disappointed. Good. All right, Bob, Aww. we were talking about um, possibly reading Ready Player One. We mentioned, um, mm-hmm. well, the ones that I mentioned, I mentioned um, Codename Verity, Looking for Alaska, Cuckoo's oh, Calling. And the Cuckoo's Calling. I'll read whatever. Just tell me what I need to read. <laughs> Bob's easy. All right. Well, why don't we do Ready Player One? Ready Player One? Book. Yeah, let's do Ready Player One. I think one, you'll read I, it pretty quickly. I think Bob will like it. And I do, too. I think it's a pretty quick read. I think I read it in two days. Yeah, I read it quickly, too, and I'm by no means a fast reader. It's so really, that would really probably good. be a good one to start with because it's not a real long one and it shouldn't take you too long. And um, we're going to podcast next week, the week following. Um, I'm not sure how that's – we might fit the podcast in, but that's the week that we leave for – Right, so – To visit Sue. Right. We're going to bring our equipment with us as long as Sue's um, internet holds up. We can record the podcast. <laughs> oh, gosh, my brothers. Exactly. We'll be in the, we'll be in the truck, but we can, we're going to record a live podcast uh, with Sue from Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Bob, be exciting. When, when would we like to cover Ready Player One? What do you think, Bob? Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> and that's fine. That works in no, that's fine. I'm just throwing a number out there. Yeah. yeah. So we'll plan to do that sometime in, say, like late July, early August. We'll pick up our first book. Well, let's see. Um, like either the 23rd or the 30th. Yeah. Well, the 23rd will still be in. Well, we'll still be with you. That's true. But we could still podcast. And the 30th. Yeah. The 30th. You guys are going home on the 28th? Yep. Yep. Okay. If possible, assuming that we can get Scott and Jen, uh, this partic- that particular week. But the week of the 18th through the 22nd, or the 18th through the 24th mm-hmm. of August, I would like to do uh, the Aura's Chapter 2, the okay. first session of it. Because yeah, so I will have been, be able to, I've been able to do the Alpha the weekend beforehand. Yeah, so we'll talk to Jen and figure out what Yeah, that should be fine. I there. don't see anything happening yeah. then. Yeah, it so should be just fine. We're low-key in, low in August. Um, and Scott just signed in, so he may have actually just heard that. Yeah. There we go. Hi, Scott. How's it going? I listened to your amazing voice several different times this morning. Yeah, I, um, he actually sent me three clips, and I picked out the one I gave you. I should have forwarded all of them to Ryan. I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. So, the second one. I didn't recognize it at first, to be honest with you. I was like, <laughs> who did you get to do this, Sue? This <laughs> so sounds so amazing and awesome, and it isn't me or Scott. And then I realized, wait a minute, I recognize that voice. That's Scott. Okay, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Wait, it is Scott. It is Scott. Which explains why it's so awesome. But. 
Um, very quickly before we wrap out tonight's show, I thought well, we, we haven't done homework in a really long time. Yeah. Right. Uh, homework that is something that we as, as the hosts do, but also, uh, um, homework for you guys as the listeners. Um, see, we, I was, cause Ryan had said that we might as well start season three now, but traditionally speaking, we usually do seasons every year, annually speaking. And cause, you know, I just love finding out when exactly that year happens to be. The first episode of Point of View Weekly actually released on August the 4th. Okay. So I thought it might be a fun idea to go ahead and celebrate the, uh, the original release date of the, uh, the, basically the start date of the podcast and have Point of View Weekly Day on August the 4th. Um, and this, this year it's a Monday. Um, and so, but we're going to have, I want all the hosts to do and then also all of the listeners to do is let's come up with a list of traditions that you, that would ha- partake. Wait, here's the Skype chat in oh. my pants. <laughs> there we go. Sorry. I don't know if you heard that. Yep. Basic, yeah. Okay. Hear some vibration. There's some serious vibration going on, which happens at work. That's when I have to leave is the chat is whenever there's like vibrations going on in my pants and I'm at work. It's <laughs> not appropriate at all. It's all your fault, chat room. But anyway, um, what we like to do is have like a little, you know, like how in most holidays, like, you know, from the 4th of July, you, you fire off fireworks, you mm-hmm. eat hot dogs, you know, there's traditions with that holiday. So that'd be kind of fun for us as a community to kind of celebrate the Buwanian community and the Point of View Weekly Show um, with a holiday. And I would like you guys' listenership to come up with traditions. And what we'll do is we'll take that list of traditions and then on the show for that particular week on the 4th, whenever we actually podcast that week, assuming we're able to podcast that week, we'll go ahead and select like anywhere between three to five official, um, uh, traditions. And mm-hmm. then we as a community will do like wherever you are, however you want to celebrate, we would highly recommend that you do these three to five things to celebrate point of view weekly day or day or whatever you want to call it. Well, I so. think we're going to have to wake up and smell the something. Smell the something. We're going to have to pick like our favorite something and that's what we will all eat. The jalapeno bread. Mm. Wait, 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 what kind of things you traditionally eat on Pupo Day? On Pupo Day? Well, Amy's telling me that August 4th is already a holiday in Canada, so it's a good good day for Pupo Day. Okay. Which ho- and it's Scott's sister's day. birthday, so we could have birthday cake. We could have birthday cake and fish fingers and custard. That's Ooh, great. fish fingers and custard. <laughs> I was listening as part of our our discussion that we didn't make it to today. Um, I don't follow YouTube channels, but I watch a lot of YouTube. Uh, I've been enjoying watching John Berriman answer questions at um, panels at the different cons. And he somebody asked him about being Captain Jack and being Malcolm, Mer- Malcolm Merlin. And he said he was in the grocery store in the frozen food section buying fish fingers because Scott likes fish fingers. And this lady walked up to him and she said, I hate you and I love you and I'm so confused. And then she walked away and he was like, what? What the and It's because she hates his characters as, well, she likes Captain Jack, but she hated uh, Malcolm. Uh, and uh, she hated Merlin and, and she was just like, but I love you as an actor, but... Oh, and she just left him. He was just left going, what the heck just happened? Oh. So that's or, what happens when you buy fish fingers. Or play despicable characters, apparently. Or yep. <laughs> I always love that, too, when like people come on and they play the, these horrible guest stars, and like people actually hate them because they were so mean to their favorite character and stuff. I always feel bad. I used to hate Fish Finger Day. I can see As that. As a kid. Mm-hmm. Ugh. 
Not I can't stand. I can't stand I, fish fingers. Uh, what I was, I, 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 I eat fish not fingers and custard. Ketchup, and, not enough and, uh, ketchup in the world to make them taste good. But the custard well, that was actually good. Put custard on them, they might be good. Well, I actually had to ask them if it was a real no, thing, and they said yes, it is. And I tried it; it was fabulous. No. I ate gluten. I, I, I doubled down on gluten. The, no, there. So, so yeah, so we'll have to definitely fix some traditions. I think Bob wants to go for a jog, so he'd like. To well, I was just gonna say, um, not that we, not that I'm a huge fan of, you know. Well, we can talk about this off air. We're running a podcast next week, mm-hmm. so we'll talk about that off air. We will, and we'll try and get Jen back too. Jen is teaching piano. Indeed. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and end this episode of Point of View Weekly. For those of you in the live chat, thank you so much for participating and uh, in our Skype chat and listening online with our all of our many, many Skype issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we had a lot of them today, but thank you for sticking with us. And for those of you who are listening uh, on the recorded, uh, be thankful you get all that crap edited out. Okay, oh, I just ask a question, yeah. too, before, just before he says goodbye, just for the um, listeners to weigh in. We were talking because all of us have different schedules and we're on different coasts, and Jen teaches piano until late to the night, so we were talking about, like, the best times to do this. Like, for Danielle and me, it's, it's like, 8 to 9.30 on the East Coast, but I know that, you know, Bob does stuff at night, but Sue's usually around a little bit later because of being on the West Coast. Jen can do it later. Like, when is your ideal time, if you're a listener, to listen to the live stream if you, if you would want to? Like, are you more night owls? Do you like to get it done nice and early so you can go to bed? Like, just, if you could respond in the Skype chat or, or mm-hmm. let us know on Facebook, when is your favorite time to listen to the, the live streams? That'd be helpful. All right. And with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of Point of View Weekly. From all of us here at the Potterfic Weekly Studios in uh, Magical Land of Magic, <laughs> I'm your host, Bob. I'm Ryan. I'm Danielle. And I'm Sue. And we will catch you all sometime next week. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye. Poor Mooney. She thought Ryan was eating glue instead of gluten. <laughs> Very sad. <laughs> my mother does that, too. My mother never My mother never says gluten-free. She's always like, do you want some with gluten? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.